Welcome to this episode of the Sportkite Podcast. I am your host, Nick O'Neill, founder of Sportkite.org, and I want to thank you for tuning in and listening. Continuing on with this celebration of Women's History Month here in the United States, that is traditionally the month of March, we are going to continue with this final portion of the group chat of the Women of the Sportkite field. Uh, so I do hope you enjoy this conversation and highly suggest that if you haven't listened to the previous two, you go back and listen to the previous two episodes about the women of the sport kite field and kind of some of the experiences and everything else that they're sharing. Uh, There's been a lot of insight just from this conversation and we're going to have a handful more of these conversations in the coming months. And so highly encourage folks to join in with us. You can reach us by uh, finding us on the sportkite.org website or on Facebook at sportkite.org. Just look for it. You'll find us. And we'll try and announce also on this podcast when we have upcoming uh, virtual hangout sessions. And then we are, of course, working on that sportkite camp for women's only sport kite camp invitational generalized sport kite camp though is going to be june 16th through the 19th in long beach washington you can find out details about that on the sportkite.org website it's going to be a lot of fun we're going to have a handful of the best flyers from the united states there to kind of help uh Do whatever you want to do with a sport kite and whether or not you're there to learn or just kind of hang out with people that share the same love and same same passion. uh, We are just there to kind of have fun, have a camp and really share the stoke. So check out the information on our website or on the Facebook event. Just look for Sport Kite Camp. And again, after we do this first one, we're going to get some things kind of figured out, and then we'll do a women's invitational one. So for the lady flyers out there, stay tuned. All right, so let's get into this final portion of the chat. So, Kath here. Um, For a while now, I have noticed the difference between the men and women as we're aging. You don't have to yell. And it used to be, uh, the way I got into this was through sport kite competitions. Thank you, Lisa. It was always a blast to watch you all and wanted to be a part of that world. Um, It was the most fun world in kiting for me. At any rate, as we all were growing older, and I had not yet hit where I am now of 66, I was still in my 50s, early 50s, and I spoke to a, one of our mutual friends here on the East Coast, a male who'd been in kiting forever and was always giving and loving and open and encouraging to everybody. That would be Jim Koska. And I said, what is the difference between the women as they age flying and the men as they age flying. The young guys and the older guys are kind of the same. We couldn't figure it out, but now about, also about 10 years later, my body's changed and I understand better now that our metabolism drops. It does that physiologically as we age. We hit menopause, we hit different things. So I am really interested in pursuing with with a lot of, of interest now. I've, um, the difference between male and female flying, 
at about the same time, I watched two kids, a young, a little guy and a little gal, and I wondered if they had equal skills, how would they would fly, if they would fly differently, male versus female. Apparently now, the French and, and, and the Colombians have figured out wonderful ways to, to accentuate female flying, and I would love to see that pursued more. And I don't see it as a turnoff to the men. I see it as opening up the world away from just the aggressive, just the domineering, um, uh, the, the tricks on the dual lines, and who's allowed to be on a line, and whether you're good enough because you're not up to certain standards. I am more interested in seeing the female version, and I believe that traditionally women are considered more open and more forgiving, and that is why uh, the kids and the women come to us for lessons. But I would like to see us pursue the female version of flying now that, that it really accentuate that, and I'm looking forward to learning more about it, Lisa. Uh, Amy, it looks like your your hand was up next. Thank you. Um, two things. I I I hear you uh, with the the aging difference and the just the differences and I am not a uh, a very um, tall flyer if you would say I'm actually uh, just barely five foot um, so I see differences all the time on the line like I take out people's ear lobes and things like with my lines because I'm somewhat shorter um, Steve DeRoy has suffered a few times from me being next to him um, but I, there's a couple of things that I do uh, to adjust for this, and I'm sure everybody has their own little tricks and things. Um, I definitely have ordered smaller handles. Um, the foam on my handles is a lot uh, smaller. I do not have to hold on to larger foamed handles. That hurts my hands. Um, and so my handles are built uh, with the smaller foam, very narrow, um, just just enough to make me comfortable. Um, that's one thing that I do. Um, and I also will go to a fully, you know, an extra vented kite. I flew an extra vent uh, all weekend, last weekend in Texas. The winds were anywhere from 25 miles on up. Um, and while my son dropped to a, a vented kite, I stayed on a super vent. Um, watching the videos now, I see a little difference. I was poking a little bit, a little bit slow, but the comfort level for me was so much better that it was worth it. Um, if you watch them, you'll actually see sometimes he's got to hold up because I'm I'm a little bit slower than he is. But for me uh, to walk away from the weekend in high winds and be able to you know not suffer from it, and I don't want to suffer. It's not about that. We want to be comfortable. Um, those are some of the adjustments that I will make. Even though everybody's pulling out their full bends, I'm like, eh, you know, you really have to customize for your own comfort level. Carolina, uh, you were up next. Okay, talking about the handles, Jaime designers this type of handle. So when you're flying and you're making tricks, it won't be loose. You won't lose your your handles. It's stuck over there, but don't make a damage to the to the reef. 
and you can manage here the, 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 the lines. Does it does it have a stop so it won't yes. tighten up? Yes, it's a stop here. Perfect. Oh, I it love has that. A stop. <laughs> I love those. Yes, the, the, these are very nice to fly and make tricks because you you won't lose your handles anymore and don't hurt your wrists. Very very nice. I've I've had it happen that I've actually had my my line strap yanked out of. <laughs> my hand yes. because i i didn't have it fully back here i was trying to fly from it here so i could have control you, you over can it. have your 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 hands wide open or mm -hmm. close like this but it won't lose any time nice i like that uh, i, I ha we have to go we have to continue our training today so we have to say goodbye happy to talk to you all and we have to stay in touch to, to know more things about all you guys. Thank you. Before you leave, so, uh, so happy you leave uh, yeah. So, so uh, Nick, can you get information on where to order those dual line um, handles? Right. That's super important for someone like me that wants to learn how to do it. You know, get the right gear right up front. Yep. Okay. Yeah. If you guys can send the info to me, I'll make sure it gets out to everybody. Yes, I will send the info. The info. Love you all. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Au revoir. <laughs> Au revoir. We have, Au revoir. I have to go to there, Nick. So um, I really wanted to thank everybody. I really enjoyed this gathering and appreciated all the women who were here and, and added a lot of insight. So thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very uh, much. Uh, Amy, I think you had your hand up. Oh, that's just because I forgot to put it down. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> All right, then it was there Lisa. Then it was Lisa. No, I wanted to say about compensating. Um, you know, I, I've flown all around with a lot of different men in, in my time. Um, there's an incident that happened in a um, Portsmouth, and I flew with Richard Debray. And it was interesting. Richard is one of the most amazing trick flyers in the world, um, in my opinion, one of the best trick flyers in the world. And I flew with him, um, and then I flew on my own. And he came up to me after, and he said, how come everyone clapped for you and you know, you had all these people come and want to talk to you after you flew. And I said, what I learned over the years is that, you know, I don't need to fly like you. Um, my, if I have an, a routine that is solid, um, tricks that I know I can fly, and sometimes things that look, uh, that are, are fluid and beautiful, so that other women can not be intimidated by that. My routine is, um, you know, not going to have a million things that he has because I can't really accomplish that. And I know I can't, but it's going to be solid. It's going to be beautiful. And other women who are in that are watching who are in the audience are going to really feel, wow, you know what? I can, I can do that. Maybe I can do that. In that particular incident, I had four women come up to me from the audience in Portsmouth, England and want to learn how to fly kites. And I think that that was something that, you know, really taught me that, you know, those routines don't need to be necessarily 
you know, I don't need to fly like Richard Debray. I'm never going to. Um, but I can fly like Lisa Willoughby. And that's really was a lesson that I learned that day. And, and it's really st stayed with me at this point. Fly a solid routine. Make sure you put it together and really have, have a story and a plan. Um, and do the things that you can accomplish in that routine. People are going to love you because it's going to be beautiful. I think that's Amen. one of the... One of the, Amy, I'm going to mute yeah, you for a second. In, I'm just jumping in on that because I, I, I agree. You know, I'm not a trick flyer. I don't trick fly. I, I can do tricks, but I don't do them in my routines necessarily because clean and precise or, um, you know, whimsical or whatever it is um, plays a big part in connecting with people who are watching, uh, whether it's judges or just, I mean, obviously, it's a little hard right now we're not doing competitions i think a lot of us are getting back to the love of actually just flying and playing and being you know being playful that's what this is about having fun and and i agree that it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to just be tricking for your routines um even even the people that are the, the men that are out there competing and winning i don't think it's not trick after trick um, I've seen people do that. It doesn't really, doesn't really help. Um, so you're right. The planning and the musicality, what music you're choosing, who's connecting, those are just as important. Yeah. Um, this, like, this keeps reverberating in my head. Uh, representation matters. Um is that a lot of what we see is guys flying a certain way and, and doing things a certain way. And so that's what we imagine is what it's supposed to look like. Uh, so Lisa, like you're saying, is, is that, you know, the, the idea that, well, I have to fly like Richard Debray. Well, you don't. You, we, we can establish what it looks like for women to take the field and to, to represent that and show that it is we can fly differently and we can hold the same attention and the same visual space as someone else. Um, so, yeah, I just keep hearing, like, in my head, representation matters, representation matters. It's so important. Um, and that also comes to the other side is not judging ourselves by those standards and expecting that we have to be that is establishing and saying, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. And that's how I'm going to put it out in the world. And it's just as valid. So, uh, Sue. Yeah. Coming back to the physicality of things, I've got um, a picture of us. Ken's the same weight and uh, four inches taller than me. And um, uh, and th those are the vented kites. So once the um, wind picks up, where we take um, the, the the upper white pieces have got a big piece of ripstop taken off, and there's another little triangle still to go. And um, and then we can also make them lean forward to take the pressure off, and that's our set of three the ones at the nearest are the vented and standard and the white ones are um 
Cubans. They're made out of uh, Cuban fiber, carbon fiber, very light and very breakable too. We um, <laughs> we keep um, mending uh, spars. Uh, so do you ever do you ever fly mixed? So like you're on the all the panels are removed from the venting, whereas your partner is no. on maybe not. So you're you're always exactly matched. Yes, uh, they matched, and then there's I think five knots to bring the nose. We bring the nose further down, and it takes the pressure off. Other people say it's the other way around, but that's what we found for us. And some were sometimes are right on the nose. Um, they don't respond quite so quick, uh, quite so well. But uh, yeah, we we match the the kites because we need the kite speed the same. And that's uh, that's the standards flying. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> uh, Tanya, you had something. I was just going to say, musicality is a really big part of my flying. I do my best mm -hmm. flying when it's me and my headphones and my favorite piece of music. And so, if I can carry that over to performance or demonstration. I think it really shows in what the audience sees. Your musicality and carrying that forward in your body translates into what they see out there on the field. So remember to dance and have fun and take joy mm. in the music that you're using and present that as part of your routine. Like what Lisa said, it's, it's in your body. It's in how you approach the materials. For me, I'm a tall, large woman. I'm almost 5'9", and I'm over, over 200 pounds have big hands. So I fly differently than Lisa does. She's a tiny little person and her flying is going to be completely different than mine. I'm an in-your-face flyer, a lot like a lot of the guys, but I'm a lot more musical than a lot of the guys are. So I think it shows in the way that you present your routines and your demonstrations to the crowd and how much enjoyment they get out of it is directly proportional, I think, to how much enjoyment you're getting out of it. Remember to be a out there having fun, bring fun back to kiting. It's serious, but it's also beautiful and it's fun and it's graceful. Bring all of those parts of your personality into your demonstrations. It really matters on what the audience is gonna see. Yeah, uh, Sue, did I see your, your hand up again? Yeah, um, that's uh, what, what we do is we're at the moment concentrating on the kite ballets. We did, um, Two, the two uh, completed ones at uh, three kite festivals in the autumn, and we're working on the third. And we're trying to um, really match the music and the, the movements. And um, uh, yeah, and the audience appreciate that. And um, we, we like, when it goes right, <laughs> um, we like what we do a lot. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, Amy? I was just going to ask if we could have a worldwide women's festival. <laughs> I'd love to fly with all of you. I mean, it's such a privilege to get on the field with, with people that we, you know, women that we've seen online and know. And I mean, I know, I know, you know, I know so many of you from being on, on Facebook or whatever. And, but I just really look forward to the day that we can all get on a field together. I just really wanted to share that with everybody because you're all incredible. Here, here. I completely second that. Thank you. Oop. 
Uh, Cassie, did you have something? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, Amy, come to Corolla next weekend. Oh, man, you have no idea how much I'd love to do that. <laughs> Someday I will be there. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the, yeah, so Women's Invitational Fun Fly. I, I, I agree. I, so, just to kind of key everyone in, um, we're going to be doing a sport kite camp and encouraging sport kite flyers to come. Uh, after we get that one done and kind of test that and feel with that, uh, I personally, I, I have it on my bucket list to have a women's invitational um, where it's just women there, we're, we're hanging out, we are just sharing in each other's stoke, owning the space, getting out there, trying things that maybe we didn't feel comfortable trying out on the normal kite field, supporting each other and encouraging each other. So uh, hoping hoping fingers crossed that I can make that happen maybe in the fall time frame because we're going to do sport kite uh, camp in summer time frame. Uh, so yeah. Um, outside of that, or yeah, uh, yes, Cassie, I'm going to try and do that outside of the summer season. I, I know, um, <laughs> I know summer's busy for, for kite shop owners and, and everybody else. Uh, with that being said, are there, are there any last thoughts for this other than maybe we do another uh, women's centered chat like this? Oh boy, Amy. I'm sorry. I, I just keep hitting that button, not on purpose, but I will take the opportunity to say, um, yeah, I would love to see another, another, uh, get together like this and I'd like to hear more from beginner you know people who are just getting into flying and I think it would be fun to bring people into this forum that are interested uh, into in getting uh, you know lessons or you know more information on flying so that we could have an informative like kind of a session to help those people that are doing that I know Right now, we, it is more difficult to get together with people, although it's starting to open up a little bit. Um, I think it would be really helpful to growing the women's side of the kiting world. Um, I don't know how anybody else feels about that, but perhaps some subjects that would, you know, help some of those people that are just starting out, where we could share some of those tips um, with them. And I won't raise my hand again. Sorry, I keep hitting that button. I'm not really not trying to. <laughs> it's okay. I, I saw a whole bunch of hands go up. So I saw both Kath, Cassie, Lisa. I saw a whole bunch of hands go up. So uh, the Shooks, fight amongst yourselves. You're up first. Hey, Mom, will you mute yours? Top corner. Yeah. Because, oh, my God, the feedback. Okay. I'm I just want to thank Nick for organizing this. And I wanted to thank people like Lisa and Tanya. You know, I hope that in the future we see more and more people involved in these conversations. But here at our, let's say, first meeting of the Women of Kiting, I just wanted to publicly thank women in this space for being honestly integral in my own life. Um, you know, they're people that encourage me every day and help me be a better person. So um, I just wanted to 
that's my closing thought. So thank you, Nick, for organizing this, but thank you everyone for just being the kind of women that we all need in our lives. You know, Lisa and Tanya are two examples of women who continue to lift me up. And um, those are the kind of women that we all need in our lives. So. All right, Kath, okay, now, now you unmute, okay, and it's your turn. Yep. <laughs> can people hear me? No? I have to undo, take that off? We can hear you. Speaker. Did I turn it back on? Yep, gotcha. Okay, sorry, guys. I mean, obviously, the feedback, and I'm a, I am a technological idiot. I was born in the analog era. What can I say? Um the um I, I i do i'm glad you did this nick thank you i'm glad for all of you who've shown up so i could listen and feel and as lousy as i feel with a cold it was welcoming to me um it's really hard with this big country for all of us to get together I, I yeah the whole world i i haven't been to europe in years amy i haven't seen you god knows when i got to see you the last time um tanya as um, well with Tanya. so what i'd like to suggest is maybe if we can try to hook it with an aka when people are making arrangements to go anyway and we show up a day early and not tell the boys necessarily and not and therefore we don't have to look like an exclusive club but we can have our time um so for what it's worth i would love to do a women's invitational I'd like to see it happen. I don't know how. I've been in kiting for years now, and, and I've just never seen anything other than maybe AKA where people gather from all over. Thanks. Thanks again. It might have to happen at WISCF this year. And then uh, LBI over on uh, on the East Coast. That way we have a West Coast, East Coast. There and you then, go. Then we need an international one. <laughs> Anywhere. Yeah. Uh, anywhere. <laughs> uh, Sue, I think I see your hand raised. Yeah. Oh, it's been great to um, to meet you all and there's a lot of uh, qualifiers. Oh. Uh, Lisa, I think I just saw your hand go up. Yeah, I just wanted to say um, thank you. Um, but I want all the women here to encourage other women to join in if you see someone out there. Um, as Amy and I um, both have raised children on the fields, you know, you need to really look and see, you know, encourage these women that are out there with their kids. This is a great opportunity to have women empowered, even if they're there with their kids, um, you know, let them get on the line. Someone's at, at a kiting event. I mean, I think everyone watched my kids so that I could fly. Um, my son and my daughter have been held by every kite flyer east and west coast so encourage people even if they think oh i have kids and i can't do this because i'm i'm i have to watch them or i have to be with them no this isn't a, a sport that we can all do together and and it's up to us as women to really get those women out there and, and get them on the line or get them flying a kite dual line single line or or quads um you know we need to get them going and the kids will grow up on that kite field and they'll become kite flyers too so it's all a win. Just don't teach them too much. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a big problem. Is a big I have that problem. problem myself. Yeah. 
Thank you, Nick. Uh, Nikoshi. Awesome. Uh, Nikoshi. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no um, problem, Amy. Yeah, I was just going to say that I, I've been experiencing exactly what Lisa just said. It was like I've, I've been bringing my daughter along to all these kite festivals all over the Midwest, and it, she's just running around the whole field, just going from one family to the next. From like, <laughs> And it's just been great. It's It's been a wonderful trip. I'm really appreciative of everything that Kadian's given me, and I'm really ho hopeful to give back. So, and I appreciate Nick O'Neill for pulling me in <laughs> on this and <laughs> and including me. So that was great. Thanks. You're not going anywhere, so you're a part I of know. this. You've been, I know. you've been a part of this for a while now. <laughs> yep. I still consider myself pretty new, but. <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh all right, i'm well, going to sign off um i have to get to my next meeting here in two minutes so <laughs> thank you from the bottom of my heart to all of you uh for attending and yeah it, i i love stuff like this so um i will be in touch and send all the good stuff out to you and much love all right, a big thank you to all the women who tuned in and gave their thoughts, their input, and kind of shared their passion and their story on the sport kite field here in this chat with all of you so that you could hear it. And I would love to hear if it sparked off any thoughts, if it got you kind of pondering about certain stuff, if you agree, you disagree, or any of that. We'd love to hear what you think about these episodes. You can reach us at info at sportkite.org. Uh, that's probably the quickest way. Or you can also reach us through the Facebook page. Just look for, of course, sportkite.org and you'll find us. Uh, yeah. So uh, right after this, we're going to continue on with a few more in celebration of Women's History Month. And then we're going to take a short break before we start season three of the Sport Kite podcast. But as always, I hear the wind is blowing outside and I'm going to head out and get some flying in for myself. So see you later. Mm -hmm.